Welcome to the Short Rod Show. You're talking with Ben. And you got Brett. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We are out on the ice tonight, doing a little fishing. Getting killed. We are uh, not crushing it by any means. It's Fish 10, Ben and Brett. Uh, zero. Zero. With two bites. Pulling my pants down is what they're doing. Yeah, it's been a little tough here. They're good fish coming in, though. We are also uh, almost 11 o'clock at night, so yep. well past the uh, the evening bite. Kind of get into what do the you late mean? night yeah, bite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's the night bite. When it people talk a... about night bite, that's this. And I'll tell you what, it's overrated. <laughs> uh, I don't know. You know, other than a few times, I don't know that I've been on a night. Like, this is the night bite. Like, this lake is a night bite. Like, where it's decent. Almost as good as during the day. Or better. Kind of or yeah. that's the time yeah. to bite uh, on the ice. I don't know that I've ever been on. Agreed. It did get a little chilly in here when I turned that down. Oh, that's fine. Ramp up the diesel. Yeah, we'll You'll get, hear it on the really podcast now. In here. Yeah. So, yeah, what are we chatting about today, Brett? Uh, I think we got a, a handful of topics. A uh, little bit about what we're doing here tonight. Uh, out fishing. And then... Uh, Ben wants to talk a little bit about more about live scope. I think my prediction was right. He's pumped up about it. Gosh, I was fired up. Uh, also came across an interesting study with the with the live scope portion. Yeah, kind of the first uh, uh, live scope related study. That just kind of the kind of the the social and uh, fishing pressure aspect of of live scope out on the water and how much what kind of differences that makes versus uh, traditional sonar. Yeah, uh, which I think is pretty interesting. Yeah, that's always something that I was kind of curious to know because like. Off the off the cuff knowledge would be like, oh yeah, live scope's gonna just cause people to catch way more fish and crush them and crush them, them and yep. deplete the resource. May but not be the case. There's obvious, yeah. At least in this particular study, I mean, there's a lot of oh yeah, there's a lot of things that could happen. But, yep, uh, absolutely. Well, cool. So, what are we? Uh, what's the game plan tonight? What are, what have we been working on here? Uh, we've been working on our. Uh, Limit of Miller Lights is what we've been working on. Telling uh, some good stories. So it'll be a good That'll episode. A good oh. Ooh, there's Biggin. Biggin. Here he comes. Uh, they are real finicky guys. Oh, man. They're real big fish guys. that come through. Like, it's interesting. You see, like, oh, the little right ones. To you. And you on, know Brett. they're little. Come on, Brett. But then you'll see, like, a real one come through, and it's like, holy shit. Yeah. It's... It's interesting to see. So we're here. We're hunting hogs. Yep. Uh, and so far, the hogs have eluded us. We've seen them. Had two nibbles on them. So far, they've eluded us. Uh, here in town, Ankeny. Uh, yeah, kind of a cool spot. Do? Uh, ben first came out here. Didn't real. Didn't remember where we had previously fished before. Ooh, here he comes. Oh, coming back around. Yeah. See, I did not remember fishing this far over. Yep. This part really of didn't. the east. Oh, here he comes. Here he comes. Got the Brantner charged up. Yep. Oh, and just poof. He gone. So, um, as much as I like the Widowmaker lures all the way, uh, for Night Bite, if I need a glow lure, it's going to be the Brantner every time. That Brantner, geez. It's, it's lit in here. Yep. And I'll glow that thing up, and you can see it glow in the light. That's when you know there's some serious glow coming off that sucker. And uh, it, it, it's pretty cool to see... Uh, the difference that makes too like you can have your bait down in the water and you might have a fish come by but if it's glowed up when it's glowed up they scream over yeah 
And they, then they look at it and then they take off. They may not bite it still, but at they least come you to get look a little action, it. yeah, and yeah. see see it come screaming in, which is pretty pretty neat. So. Yep, yep. So I'd say we're I don't know, trying to charge them about every twenty minutes or so. Oh, think? I was gonna say every ten minutes probably. Every ten? Five to ten Maybe minutes. Maybe I'm staying down a little deep, a little Works longer. Pretty good. Uh oh, yeah, this is a brainer too. Well, yeah. Couldn't remember. And I'm running or well, you're just running straight waxy. Yeah, and I've got I've got bit. the combo noogie, waxy, Wonder Bread noogie, and waxworm. Uh, on the Brantner jig head. I haven't set any spoons down yet, but no, I did the that. way they're acting. I just feel yeah. like they're not into the. Spoon. I did that right off the bat and could not get any kind of action. Anything to even look well, at. Wasn't you. even close. Yeah. Yep. Running the forty-inch schoolie. Ooh, one thing I hadn't mentioned. Yeah. Finally broke a schoolie. I've had now. Sad day. So I've had. I mean, I'm running schoolies since that I've had in high school. Like the first ice fishing rods I've ever bought. So a little context there. What? Ten years old? Uh, what am I? Thirty-two now? No, they're older than that. Twenty? Nah, fifteen. Fifteen-year-old. Fifteen to twenty. No problem. Year-old yep. schoolies. I believe that. Uh, I wish they were only ten years old. <laughs> You're only twenty. Twenty-two. Uh. Yeah, broke off in the rod. Well, no, it didn't break off in the rod holder. It broke off me putting it back in the rod holder. The uh, Oh, at least that's where I noticed it was broken. So the, the little striker bag killed your scoops. The spring bobber broke off. Yep. And I was like, gosh, dang it. Uh, it was an old one. Old, old. It still had the brown handle. Well, you, you think of how many times that spring bobber has been moved up and down. Oh, and bent. And just, oh, I bend them all the time. Yeah. Like, I bend them up and down, and I, I, I tweak them uh, by the weight of the bait that I have, so sure. I know that I've got where I want it and everything. So yeah, I knew. Oh yeah, it's thousands of times probably. Can you guys hear that diesel heat in the background? Yeah, that's a oh, little it's loud. so nice in here. That's just the fan. We'll crank her back down a little bit. Man, that's good is dry cool. heat. It's good oh, dry it heat. is. <laughs> just drying you right out. Yeah, I need lotion up. Uh oh, Oops. there goes the, the battery. battery. Oh well. yeah, that's all right. Yeah, get that face face lotion out. But yeah, we figured we better get out on the uh, on the pond bite here before it got uh, too late in the season. Oh yeah, the weather that was nothing. We it's gonna be here. a little warm this upcoming week. So this week uh, we had a lot of highs in the teens. Yeah. Uh, next week highs in the fifties, which is kind of to be expected. Like end of Fe end of February, beginning yeah. of March. That's yeah. pretty typical. I mean, we got a lot of ice yet, so I, <sighs> highs in the fifties make it makes it tough. Yep. To estimate how much longer we have. If it was in the 40s, I'd say we still have two weeks of good ice. Yep. 50s, maybe a week. Expect the town ponds, a week guaranteed. But yeah, some of the bigger lakes. Yep. If you're willing to plank it, I'm not. I'm not usually. <laughs> I'm not a planker. We're not planking. I'm not a planker. No. Planking would be putting a plank out to the mm -hmm. from the open water from the shore out to out the, to the ice. solid ice. Yeah, I'm not I one of those know. types of dudes. I'm uh, right. I've put enough uh, home projects off. The drill has been attached. Yep. My home drill has been attached to the auger for long enough now that I've got some home projects that have built up that I need to detach the drill. So I'm out. Man. Once the planking starts, I'm out. I brought an extra drill if you want to borrow that. Nah. If you need to run a couple screws. No, no, no. I'm <laughs> all right. Um, following up, too, a little bit from last week, we talked about, like, kids' life jackets. And oh, yeah. Got a hot tip from one of our buddies, Alex. Uh, who said the puddle jumpers are the way to go. Yep. And I looked those up. They're legit. Yeah. 
Uh, definitely need to get a few of those. They're pretty reasonably reasonably priced too. Yep. So something that we're I'm looking for something I guess that's a little more easy to get around in and comfortable for. Well, anything I can extend the day on a little bit. Like yeah, if that can way down. Oh, big bastard. Yeah, just something that. Oh, he's shooting over to you. He wants it, Ben. He wants it. Come she on. She wants it. Hopefully. Come on, kitty. That's that's cat. You think? Oh, yeah. yeah, it's pretty good size. Pretty Red long. staring at you. Oh. Run that goddamn! Ah. <laughs> Get rid of that. So you're gonna miss the hook no, set. No, I'm not gonna miss it. I've never. I don't know. No. I've seen you make the hook set on this with I'm that rod. I'm gonna hold her dead still. We'll hold this Maybe. still then. Well, I, you can't. It's too floppy. <laughs> it's too floppy. He came right over he's to right it. Right on it. Oh no, he's fading on you. You think? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, shoot. Didn't want that, guys. Yeah, yeah. that's probably a catfish. Yeah. Real sliding in, real slow. Looking at it, scrutinizing it. Taking off. They're kind of all doing. Well, no, the high flyers aren't. So we're in about ten and a half foot of water. Probably the, the deepest part of this little pond. Here. Yeah. Uh, anything above, what we're at. Anything above six feet is coming in hot, and then they'll look at it, or they'll bite it, but they'll just nibble it. That was one fish. short strike. Uh, I've one had fish twice. that came in. I've hot. had two. I've had two uh, yeah, short strikes. I don't, I don't remember that. Uh, anything coming <laughs> off the bottom though, they want to stare at it. Yeah. If yep. you jig it, they take off. Yep. Uh, which is a frustrating bite. Real finesse. Yeah. But it is getting. It's not quite late ice. I wouldn't say. No. I think they'll probably get a little more fired up later on this week when the weather starts getting. Well, better. you mentioned uh, something interesting too, man. Is the uh, as you get melt, you get a lot of salt rolling into the water. Oh yeah. Uh, here in oh look at that one off to the side. See that? Well, oh, there's a big sucker. Yeah, he's coming in. Yep. Yeah, and that's that's something that I'd be interested to see how that affects the fish population in some of these the urban ponds. Yep. Yep. Real high salt content turning in the ocean over here. Yep. Um, and especially as the, those bottom fish because uh, brine water sinks. It's heavier than uh, fresh water. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. So it all sits on the bottom. Um, so in the deepest portions, which that's typically the port area of the lake that you target yep. ice fishing. Oh, yeah. It's still creeping around down there. Um, those ones catch the most salt. Saltwater catfish. Would be so yeah, I'd be curious slick. if any of the if uh, Tyler Stubbs or anybody's listening to this chime in, uh, send us a message on if you guys have done much sampling on uh, the yep. salt content. Yep. Content yep. in the bottom of these ponds. Not that it really matters because they're man-made ponds; they're not natural Ooh, right at all, anyways. Yeah. It'd be it. It is whatever it is, but it'd be interesting yep. to see what that effect. I mean, their primarily uses drainage. Yep. Not fishing. But I think we're kind of unique here in the amount of salt that the city uses, and in Iowa, oh, shooting right over to me. Well, I mean, we're right off. It's of, a lot. Uh, we're right off of Four Lane Road. You here. really can't be much closer to a <laughs> yeah, yeah, a decent thoroughfare here in Ankeny. So uh, that definitely has has something. Man, he's just it. chilling there now, ain't he? Yep. See, I I should have taken that time after he left to charge, charge, it recharge up. the brain. Yep. Yep. He's coming over to you, though. He likes that little oh tickle you got gosh, going on. Dang it. Come on, buddy. Um, the other thing I was going to mention as a follow-up from last week uh, is I picked up a inflatable life jacket for myself for this upcoming season. I know we talked about wanting to do better and be a good example for our kids out on the boat. Yep. And... 
Yeah, you know, I went down the rabbit hole. Of course, as I my always concern did. about the inflatable one is Tom's just gonna come up behind me and pull the cord. I thought of that, so I I went down <laughs> like I you know you know me I go down the rabbit hole of research and stuff, and I was like you know these Onyx ones they look pretty sweet I'll give them that, but they free, they have that dangling cord cord like yep. the, the rip cord basically on a parachute kind of deal yeah just hanging right there where a kid's gonna come up and just go well what he wants that? to come grab you anyway yeah and it's red yep. yep yep so that's a no-go then i was also reading about the ways that they inflate and those onyx ones inflate by getting enough water into that little mechanism that punctures the and canister CO2, basically right yeah yeah yeah, so I'm right on you there. Yeah, the right. and, and then I was like, okay, if it gets wet, I'm going to be the one that's going to just, it's going to pop, blow yep. it up, whatever. So, anyway, did a little more research. I wanted something that's comfortable, something that I'm going to not mind wearing, uh, and went with the Mustang, the Elite 28. Must so, That's the brand? Mustang. Yep. Mustang. And All black. Bold choice for yep. the summertime. The other alternative is bright red that says Mustang down the side. I would have with that. I would have with that. Like oh uh, the old Mustang uh, Mart, uh, the old gas station. There you go. <laughs> so, yeah, ended up going with a black one. They're made for bass guys. Like, they're aerodynamic. Is, oh, because they're hauling ass. Best, I guess, yeah. yeah. Um, but it was real slick when it showed up. So it's a hydrostatic mechanism. So you ha- actually have to be submerged and have water pressure oh. against that mechanism for it to so go. you got to be so underwater. It'll never go off in the rain, sitting in your boat, huh. getting humid, wet, doesn't matter. Never going to go off. The other thing is, is the manual rip cord is right up here. It's like an aluminum piece. Well, right up here, what's that mean, Ben? Like right on your chest. Yeah, people on the podcast oh, yeah. wouldn't know what that meant. You're looking at it, and you know what it is. <laughs> so it's up and out of the way, and it's tucked in. So, like, there gotcha. is no way somebody's going to inadvertently grab that. Unless, and rip yeah. It. Yeah. So that was the big selling point there was the hydrostatic, where I don't have to worry about getting it soaking wet, yep. blown up, and then it's, it's the rip cord is way up top. So. Nice. Yeah, pretty excited to try it out. But yeah, still looking for, if anybody has also other suggestions for. Uh, kiddo life jackets. Yep. That you run. Yeah, it'll be a fun summer getting out on the boat. Oh, yeah, I look forward to it. Definitely. So, cool. Well, we should take a break, and uh, when we come back, we'll talk about the new live scope, which is. Yep. In the live scope study. The live scope study. The research. Yep. Because we are, I don't know, I'm more of an R&D kind of guy. I like the research. Just a little bit. I like what's going on in it. (laughs) Yep. Absolutely. Well, good. That'll be coming up next on The Short Rod Show. Ben, where have you been? We've got a Short Rod Show episode to drop here in a half an hour. Ah, shoot. I've been outside blowing snow in my driveway for the last hour. Jeez, give me a break, Brett. Man, you just got to hire that out. I don't know. Like, how would I find someone that could do it? I don't know. I just look up on Google. Yeah, that could work, but how do I know they're any good? All I know is that the best companies use Evergrow Marketing to show up on Google. Yeah, that's a good point. I know Evergrow Marketing is a digital marketing agency that provides straightforward solutions for local service businesses. Yeah, but what does that mean? Well, Brett, it means if your business relies on leads and inquiries from your surrounding area, they'll take care of your website, make sure you're showing up on search engines like Google, 
and make your phone ring with new business. They've worked with landscaping and lawn care companies, roofing contractors, car dealers, hospitals, banks and credit unions, and more. If you own or work for a business that could use a little help with the digital side of your marketing, check them out over at evergrowmarketing.com. Also, tell them that Ben and Brett over at the Short Rod Show sent you, and they'll knock 10% off your first bill. You know, Brett, I was poking around on Facebook the other day, and I could just not find the Short Rod Show. What's the deal? Oh, you just got to punch us in on Google. What do you mean? We show up on Google already? Oh, yeah. The Evergrow team hooked us up. Holy cow. That's awesome. Yeah. Good deal. I'll try that now. Yeah, right. You just punch in Short Rod Show, and we'll come up on our website, shortrodshow.com. It'll come up on Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Awesome. So people can find us all over now. Yeah, all over the internet. That's great. We're also on Instagram, too. I've been trying to keep up with that, posting some cool pictures. When we're out on the ice, you can check us out there, too. Yeah, sweet updates. Awesome. Check us out, guys. Welcome back to the Short Rod Show. Uh, We got Ben. And he's got some thoughts on uh, LiveScope. So, guys, this is so cool. The we new LiveScope. Called it last week, and I was like, there's no way this is this is not, this can't be fake. It's got to be the real deal. LiveScope ad got leaked, uh, calling it LiveScope Plus, and it came out. So yep. It came out, what, Tuesday of this past week? Yeah, Garvin. Uh, uh, what I saw was Garvin had a little video they put on their YouTube channel. Yep. Uh, they had a little press release announcement that I saw. And then, of course, like Russell Marine Products and the Bass Tank all jumped on and started talking about it. Uh, everyone started releasing all these videos that they had of them actually using it, you know, beforehand, right? So, folks, early testers. Yeah. Yep. 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 So, pretty cool. So, Garmin LiveScope Plus. Um, the big deal is the improved clarity, reduced noise. And it's supposed supposedly has better stitching in between the three beams of the transducer. So uh, they were showing kind of the running a bait through all three beams, and you had a linear, you know, signal going. You would never miss a uh, yep. beat. Yep. yep, you didn't miss any fish. You didn't have anything kind of blocking that. So uh, or like a dead zone kind of thing. So that was pretty cool. Interesting. The other big news. Did they have dead zones before? I think they did. What was that? I thing? think you could... Ooh, you got one right on yep. you. Oh, oh, no. Just didn't care. Came in hot and bounced. I think the big thing... Oh, oh, he's kind of slowing down. Um, with the previous live scope was, yeah, Give you could... a tickle. You could be tweaking your settings all the time to try and get rid of that, but it wasn't... It was just always there to some degree. Huh. And then... Uh, I don't you, know. I don't have that problem with my PS22. This PS22 is just rocking it. For life. Yep. <laughs> yes, Brett is all on the PS22 train. Just yeah, I don't think I'll just go back. I don't think... I, for the money, I don't have any... I don't have any desire. For the for the amount of... For the cost of just the LiveScope transducer, I got the whole unit. I got the whole rig. Yep. And it works good. Yeah. And you you can fish multiple people out of it. Everything. Anyway, back to LiveScope Plus. Yep. So... The other thing about it is the transducer is bigger. It is wider a lot than bigger. it was. It's an inch wider. So my question immediately, so an inch wider means it is 6.4. Six, six, six and a quarter, six and a half. Yep. Six, six and, and, and a half, half inches, inches wide. wide. At what point, so obviously the live technology is very useful ice fishing. Yep. 
at what point does it become do the do they push the limits to be too cumbersome on the ice yep this is different than a boat um you know boat everything's already rigged up you don't have to worry about carrying stuff out you don't have to do all that stuff ice fishing you're carrying that stuff out you got to manhandle it a little bit uh you're taking it in and out of holes yeah you're moving around yep uh i've seen people run it on jet sleds just because of the weight it's a pain in the ass but now we're talking about a bigger deucer at what point does that what where's where's the where do you draw a line i mean and i'm sure that's a personal question but What's, what I thought was interesting was I'm pretty sure this version of LiveScope is going to be geared toward the open water fishermen. Oh, it and is. not necessarily well, their, to ice. their YouTube uh, video that they had had all open water. It was yep. not, not no ice. Yep. And and with that, I mean, I get it. They're, the time of year they're coming out with it, it's oh, and for dollars. open water guys. Uh, ice fishing is pennies compared to open water bass fishing. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Yep. So... I think it'll be more of an open water kind of transducer, but uh, it was good to see that it uses the same black box. Yeah, uh, which is good. That came out. That's that's legit. See, that's what I really like about Garmin. Yep. Is they let me reuse things that I already own. Like Hummingbird, if they would have came out with this, they would be like, "Oh, you need a new black box. You need a new monitor. You need new all this yep. shit." Yep. And Garmin's like, "No." Nope. So all you need really need is new. I'm pretty sure though the live sc- or the the live scope plus does not work with the echo map plus units yeah but that's like their oldest unit well right? not really well, like there's not. plenty of people running the echo map plus not the uhds oh okay so that was a little bit disappointing because they're not all that old i think they stopped making those in probably 2019 yeah but even like 19. if you compare that to other pe- folks so we'll continue with hummingbird just because okay, i'm familiar yeah. with how they yep, do yep. that like when they came out with their live you have to own their most recent. It's got to be a thing. Helix Eight G Four. Yeah, you N, have to right? own their. You have to own a Gen Four anything for it to work. Sure. Yep. Yep. So that's decent. the uh, The other thing with it is it's similarly priced. I guess I could say so. Seventeen hundred dollars for. Ooh, you got one. Oh, coming in to smash you. Yeah, I see him. Seventeen hundred dollars for. Both in the black out. box and the transducer, or it's twelve hundred dollars just for the LiveScope Plus. Oh, we came back around. Coming back, circled me. Come on, Brett. That's that's a super sweet picture. I wish you would have got that on video of that fish coming in. Oh, you can see him gone. fade in and fade out and circle around. He might, he might, he might circle back me. around a little further. It always coming over oh, to you. Yeah. Over to you. Return there. That's a big damn mark. Probably carp. Yep, big old carp. <laughs> um, so that's that's decent. I mean, pricing's not great. I think it was fifteen hundred dollars for the old live scope black box and transducer, and now it's seventeen hundred dollars. Two hundred dollars more. I mean, well, the other thing with that, it includes that perspective mount. So, sure, if you are going to mount it open water, you're already going to have that hundred dollar perspective. Only mount. a two hundred dollar increase. I feel like it's not. Not bad. Yep. Um, so that'll be available mid-March is what they're saying. You can pre-order it now. Yeah, but you got to buy it through freaking Bass Pro. No, you don't. What? Oh, you don't? No. Oh. No, they're all over. Oh. I guess the only ads I saw were for Bass Pro and Cabela's. Yeah, so yeah. Like, no, no. Yeah, I hate uh, buying stuff through them. Bass Fishing Electronics. I bought a trolling motor through them. They were really cool. 
Uh, the bass tank, I've heard really good. I want to buy it through Russell Marine Products. Reeds is what I want to buy it through. Buy it or through Johnson Reeds. Bait and Tackle. There you go. Or Jacks. That, that's where I want to buy it from. I don't want to buy it from Frickin'. Or, I mean, I'll buy it from Fleet Farm. Or Tyson's. Actually, I'll buy them from Tyson's. The Tyson's. Yeah. Perfect. So, yeah, LiveScope Plus. It was cool to see that actually come out because there was, I could not believe how many people thought the ad was fake. Calling the guys out, like, nope. There's yep. no way. Yep. That's not real. Uh, all this stuff. You know, it's interesting. Actually, speaking of Tyson's, what makes me think of that is, you know, we're, uh, we had a buddy message just that uh, he found some beaver dam tip ups. Yep. They still had some in stock at Tyson's here late season, which couldn't believe. And we stopped at a couple Tyson's, uh, couldn't find them. But how sick would it be? So consider how we were running tip ups on the Mississippi. Yep. Kind of running them around our shack a little bit. Is if we had the live scope in the shack, okay, yep. and we would just scan around over the tip ups, and we could see fish interacting with our tip up bait. That would be slick. How sick would that be? I'm thinking like PS22 on one side, live scope on the other, and just taking. I wonder if the beams would compete with each other a little bit. I don't know. Taking five tip ups at a time. I think I'd overpower you, but yeah. Oh, maybe. So yeah, then to that discussion too. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Oh that, yeah, for you, get that, what that muddies the water. on me a lot more. What do you mean? My spring barber was popped. That muddies the water is a lot more was than I what just I not expected. paying attention. Was just sitting on the bottom. Having live scope plus come out. I think definitely had something bite me. No. Yeah, definitely did. My spring barber was like straight up. Pull it out. Prove it. <laughs> well, I didn't have set the hook. Just talking. Oh, yeah, it's getting a little chilly. Freaking doing this podcast rather than fishing. Um, I don't yeah. know what I'm gonna get. Pants guys. are pulled down. Uh, there's Typical. Brett keeps giving me crap about. I need to get the newest thing because otherwise I'm not. I'm not giving you crap it. about it. I'm not <laughs> giving you can get whatever you want. I'm just saying. And then I'm Brett, just trying to keep you consistent on what you're telling me you want. I know. Brett, Brett is just PS22 for life. Never yeah. gonna switch. Yeah. Well, hell, why not? It's been good to you, absolutely. Because yeah. this yeah. is what your second season with it. Yep. Yeah. Not a single hitch. Working no. good. Yeah. No easy problem. running machine. Light. Yep. Once I got rid of the lead acid battery. Yep. That's the only thing that really kind of pumps my brakes on the live scope stuff is the weight. Yep. Uh, this now that I have lead acid battery really isn't that much heavier than what I was running before. No. No, not having that black box and that PS. And I still see things coming in. I don't need the separation. I didn't have the separation before, with the hummingbird. Yep. Uh, my hummingbird. Uh, six ninety three. The six ninety three. Uh, zero separation. All you saw was there was something there. Yep. Uh, and then you just get your schoolie down there and yep. just jig like crazy. And let them have it. Yep. Yep. And I mean, yeah, the separation's not great here, but yeah, I can still see something's going on down there. Like just like on the bottom. You still th- see something's happening on the bottom if you're watching it. Yep. Now maybe it's not raised up. Maybe I can't see the tail fin, but who gives a shit? Yep. So that I don't know. We are Garmin fans here. Yeah. If you guys listen to us, uh, I think bang and for that's the buck. A, that's a complete change from when we first started this podcast. Yep. Like I was hard on Hummingbird uh, three years ago when they were coming out with their ice bundles. Yep. Uh, just because you had mapping on it, you had all this stuff. Now Garmin's up the game with the mapping, oh, yeah. and you got live uh, imaging, the whole deal. 
I'm 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 all in on Garmin these days. Uh, yeah, and like for me, it's it's so simple now to go from open or from ice to open water. Yep. And literally, it's I mean it's it's pretty cost effective. The setup I have now. Yep. With the 73 UHD, I can just swap it right over. And I mean, clamp it in the boat. Hummingbird and Lorance have their options for live live imaging and stuff. I don't know anything really, honestly, about the Lorance option. Uh, oh yeah, there's a little guy on the bottom. There. Little guy. Yeah. It's gonna be a beast. He's a dinker. He's he's kind of slinking away from you. I'll get down there. Well, I don't really have it charged up. Uh, Hummingbird's the only one I've really heard much about, but yeah. Yeah. What turns me off of there is they make me want to buy a new unit. Uh, which I like here. I think I can run, run LiveScope on my unit. And it's an old unit. I don't think you can. No, maybe I can. I don't know. Does it have a uh, Ethernet port? Yeah. Oh, then yeah, you bet you can. Yeah, oh yeah. And they're super clear units. The, the cost-wise from the 7-inch screen... It's very comparable. It, it's a lot cheaper than the seven-inch screen from okay. a Hummingbird, no matter what version or anything. Coming you in on you, or is that is over the top of me? Interesting. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm all in on the Garmin these days. The only thing that would keep me on the Hummingbird game is the Lake Master maps, which yeah. I still have my 693. Yep. Uh, 695. 698. Yeah, uh, that quick. 698. Draw, I think is what it the is. The quick draw contours is that is slick. Fantastic. Oh, oh, here we go. Oh, yeah. Here we go. There's an active one up there, man. So you really can't beat it for the money. You can get a unit oh, yeah, that you can still. map and Ooh, make a Lake it. Master like contour map. No yep. problem. Oh, he's all over you. I know. You're going to miss him on that. No, I'm not, even, I'm not even going to touch him. I'm watching your rod. I'm going to give you hell if you miss that. Oh. Seriously. He's weighing you down. No, he passed you. He stopped. He's on it. Give you a sniff. He's on to me. No. He's on to. He's you on think to he's the. Completely turned on. Yep. He's, oh yeah, he's heading up. right towards you. Guys, that. Oh, Brett, what are you doing? You're way up. Oh, I wanted to give him some. No, some, no, he's gone. Well, what I want to do is do the opposite of what you did. You held yours dead ass still. Yeah, and he looked at it. And he for looked a while. and hung oh out. Oh my gosh, you pulled her way out of the way. Well, I wanted him to chase it. See if he wanted to chase it. He doesn't want to chase it. I see that now. He wants an easy meal. Well, the we next obviously one. we'll get the next one. Obviously, he the, wanted the next cat that comes through. Brett's on it. I think it was uh, the logical choice for me to be aggressive after you I just would not have done sat that. it there. We're, we're running the same bait. I know. Well, you got the eyeball on though, the Brantner eyeball. That they're both glow jigs with waxies on them. <laughs> that was funny. But seriously, for quick draw contours, for making your own maps. You basically have unlimited potential on a Garmin unit. Yeah. Like, it, you can, if you fill up a whole lake with one memory card, then slap another memory card yep. in and make another, you know, go to your second lake. Like, yep. I've mapped. And they're always updating lakes, like the yeah. lake, map, lake maps. Uh, I've mapped so much on that one it. card, and it's using hardly any of it. Yep. Like, it's amazing how little data you actually. The only thing that slows me down a little bit on the Garmin is the touchscreen. I yep. just I'm, fishing when I'm fishing I don't like the touchscreen. Yeah. Because yep. my hands are goopy, things get dirty. Yep. Uh, I just don't like that. And I touch things. You know I, I fat finger stuff. Like oh yeah. Crazy. Yep. Inadvertently touching buttons. Yep. And, yep. 
I pause. I freaking pause the skin all the time. That's my biggest annoyance. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's kind of a killer deal. But otherwise, so functionality-wise, fishing-wise, it's it's excellent. So let's talk about this survey that we found. Yep. So I, I where did you I, find this? How did you come across that? I found it on Facebook. So it's in Arkansas. It's an Arkansas DNR survey. Yep. And I sent it to Brett because it's very interesting to actually finally have a study that correlates live scope type technology so live live imaging it didn't say live scope specifically just live imaging uh, technology versus guys running traditional sonar uh, or no sonar or nothing yeah or just cane pulling I mean obviously those guys crush it as well yeah and they wanted to see did live scope uh, increase your catch did it increase the amount of fish that you kept Uh, what did it change did it change anything was it gonna uh, completely show that we're gonna decimate all these lakes because yep. of live scope? We're t- we're too good at catching fish with it. Yep. Or not? So, yeah. What what was the main findings of the study, Brad? So my biggest finding that I took away from it is so basically what they were doing, like any other fish surveys, they're just surveying fishermen at the dock, yep. sort of deal. And uh, they asked them, hey, what kind of sonar technology are you running? Are you running any live imaging stuff? And then they also wanted if you were willing to, they would take a peek at your live well yep. to see, hey, did you catch your limit? How many fish did you catch that day? How many fish? No, not only how many fish did you catch that day, but how many fish did you keep that day? Yep. How uh, many, and how big they were. And that was the key. Oh, yeah. Size and number that you kept versus how many you caught. Yes. Uh, and what I took away from that is, number one, um, yeah. Just as anybody would expect, folks running live imaging technology tended to catch, I think they said, uh, almost two fish. It's like, two to one. It was like two, 2.4 fish per per hour. Per fishable hour. Yep. 2.4 fish per, per fishable hour. Yep. <laughs> and with regular uh, sonar, it was like 1.6 yep. fish per fishing hour. However you want to interpret that. I just interpret that as basically one fish more than the uh, live scope gave you an extra fish an hour. Yep. Basically. Yep. If you want to just interpret that as an index, don't take that as absolute, but uh, if that makes sense to you. Um, And then, so what I thought that was very interesting, so they caught a lot of those fish and evidently I didn't, I don't consider this, but people have a thought that since I have live scope and I have this imaging technology, I can target the bigger fish. Yes. And running, at least mine, the PS22, which is like the beginner technology of that, you can't, you can see the bigger fish, but you still got to get them to bite. Yep. Uh, you can say, hey, yes, there are bigger fish here, over there, but you still got to get them to bite. Ultimately, there was no difference in size structure between the guy that's running regular fish finding technology versus the guy that's running live imaging. Yep. I would be interesting to see whether those guys were running lake maps. Because to me, yep. having a lake map and knowing where I'm setting up on that structure is a much bigger deal than even the live, live imaging, yep. honestly. Because the fish are going to be there. Yep. The fish are going to be on points. fish are going to be in the weeds. fish are going to be in these inside curves. Uh, they're just going to be there. 
And what was interesting was this study was done specifically with crappies. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. That's you know, point. Live scope is kind of a killer technology for crappies specifically because yep. uh, if you locate a school of crappies, you can find them a lot easier with live scope. You can target them a lot they easier. They like to be in the open scope. water. And, yeah. I mean, you could potentially wipe them out, is what everybody says. And they tend to be uh, highly harvestable fish versus yep. like uh, yep. a bass, a largemouth. You know, people do eat them, they're yep. delicious. I'll give you that. I. Yeah, I eat the hell out of the green walleye. Green walleye. Uh, but they don't tend to be as harvestable. Yep. Or some other fish like that. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, very interesting. The other thing was people in, that, in Arkansas, they're highly sought after. Absolutely. The they were like the second second most fished species. Yep. Next Br to bass. Behind bass, yeah. And uh, the guys that were not using live scope tended to keep more fish than yep. the guys that were using live scope. That was interesting. Tended to keep a higher percentage of their catch. Yep. Not more fish, okay. necessarily. Gotcha. But a higher percentage of their catch. There's a there's yep. little bit of slight, a slight difference there. Yep. But yep. Uh, which made, I don't know, uh, kind of puts, I don't know, people that are buying the live scope technology in a little different light that they're more exactly. apt to catch and release. Yep. I guess. Yep. And, uh, yeah, so that folks catching, running LifeScope did catch more fish, but they were more likely to release them, do ultimately. Remember, do you remember what they said, the uh, the percentage of guys running live imaging? Oh, it was uh, like less than a third. It was like 30%. Yeah, maybe it was that right at 30%. I thought that was pretty high. Did you? I think so. So, like... You think of a hundred angles. I feel like for there, as long as it's been out versus the radar or versus regular sonar. Yeah, but that's been pretty high. That's a high adoption rate. It's expensive though. That's what I mean. That's a high adoption rate yeah. running thirty percent. Yeah. And it's only really been out for when? When did LiveScope come out? Three years, four years almost. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot. That was interesting. Yeah. It was kind of a cool study. So. And nothing and, comes standard with that. That's a bot yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. Where uh, every exactly. boat comes standard with some sort of sonar. The other thing that they talked about was uh, the crappie population in Arkansas. The death rate was like 60% per year. Yeah. Like 60% of the population of crappies was going to die that year, no matter what. Whether you caught them or not. Yep. So they grow fast. I mean, they probably spawn a couple times a year, I'm guessing. Yep. At, at that rate. So... Um, that was kind of interesting. Down, at least, twice, at least yeah, yeah. in Arkansas, they found that live scope really doesn't matter. No. It doesn't make a difference. Hasn't made an impact on their population, anyways. Yep. And crappies, yeah, super susceptible to. Oh, yeah, he's coming tech. right towards me then. Is he? Yep. Dang, he's gotten a lot bigger here recently. I thought that was just a little flicker there for a minute. Yeah, he's kind of moving around. Yeah, so. Real interesting study on that. So, I mean, you look it up. Do you remember what the name of that paper was? No, I was gonna look it up. You said no, we don't need to. Oh yeah, I know. I'm gonna look it up. If you want to look it up and read it, because it was a pretty shared on our shared on our Facebook and an Instagram. So if you want to look it up, read it. It's very interesting. Put your phone away, Ben. No, I gotta get my phone out so I can catch it. You're about to get a bite on that. I'm not gonna pay attention to it. Uh, that is a classic the, move. There's something about your phone. Arkansas Game and Fish Commission Angler Survey. And it's called Angler Survey Study Shows No Impact from Live Sonar. 
That is cool. Yeah. No impact. Ooh, he's on it. Live sonar doesn't matter. Don't. What? God. Don't do what? I don't know what to do. Lift it up real high. How are you going to reel this sucker? Are you going to hand line him? I'll get him. I got decent line on the schoolie here. It's probably a six pound test. Don't call it a schoolie. It's a schoolie reel. It's just the reel. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. all over your nuts. Oh, the tension is thick right now. Because we haven't caught anything. No, we have not brought anything topside. I really wish you'd had a bullwhip on right now. Come on, dude. Don't get too tensioned. He's no, I'm not. I need to get my phone out again, Brett. Yeah, turn it back on. <laughs> Drop her down in the hole if you'd like. He is really scrutinizing me. My goodness. Ooh. Bite it! Uh, he's fading. No. <sighs> Coming right up to it, guys. The tension if right you now is watch ridiculous. This Garmin here. It is literally just all over my bait. It's a one foot mark. Like oh, yeah. that mark is cut every. It, like, so on the panoptics, you got one foot grids going all the way up and down that thing. His mark is covering an entire foot grid. Ah, uh, he's moving past you. You see how it's fading off to the yeah, right a little bit? Might be a 12 inch bluegill then. Oh, that's a. I mean, 12 inches. Oh my gosh. One foot. But I know. That's a. Yeah. I know, but. Gosh dang. But you don't know which direction he's pointing at you he's either. Right now there, he's yeah. definitely like perpendicular to us rather than parallel with the with the deucer. Ooh. Oh, yeah. that was a bubble. Oh, jeez, man. He's still right there, though. They don't normally... Yeah. You don't hang out like just that. Just hang out right there. He's just checking her out. Okay. I got the finesse presentation going. I'm basically just yeah. holding it still, giving her real slight movements. Basically, your heartbeat is the only thing that's yep. moving that thing. The heartbeat to the cat. Dang it! Ugh. Man, it's killer bite out here tonight. Oh my gosh! And then he just oh, he's coming back. He's bit. coming back a little bit. Come on, dude. Maybe he wants it a little bit more. I'm gonna give a little. Give a little diggle. Give a little jingle. No. No. He's fading. Does not like yeah. the jingle. Maybe. He don't know what he wants. Gosh. Brett, call him in over there. Get him fired up. Uh. This is where we give him two. All right, you hang on to it. I'm gonna run. Okay. I'm gonna glow up Brantner quick. He ain't, he's gone. He'll be gone before I get back down there, probably. I think I. Yeah, I don't know. Give him the old double tap. Yep. So now it's what 11:30. Yep. Oh. He's oh. coming back. No, he's faded. Yeah. Well, he's heading over that way. What do you mean that way? Probably behind us just a little bit. Yeah. He's still within your realm. You can still grab him. Maybe. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm gonna charge him up, charge him up too, but yeah, I had to crank the diesel up a little bit. We got down to 16 Celsius in here. Oh shit! For you metric guys, <laughs> you metric guys. <laughs> that's, that's the one thing. If I was gonna, I'm sure they make a, a regular English controller for these, but you guys don't run in Celsius very often in the trucking I industry. Know I know what that means. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you need to get degrees, you need to get a little more metric more often. I don't have any idea. We're in America. We do American. We do American. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm asking asking Siri all the time, what's the temperature? What do you do with those 10-millimeter sockets then all the time? Oh, 10-millimeter. You bit, just lose them. A little bit bigger than 5 sixteenths. 
It's like a it's just a little bit bigger. Five sixteenths. You just relate it back <laughs> to the standard. That I don't have a problem with. Seven sixteenths and eleven millimeter are about the same. And eight millimeter and five sixteenths are exactly the same. See now, look at you. Not but you're not. like Fahrenheit <laughs> Celsius. My God, it's the freaking blue moon. Funny that way. <laughs> Man, are we gonna catch this cat or what? Oh my gosh! I don't know. I really need. I really love to catch them on the forty-inch schoolie. The midnight cat bite. I, I'm seriously. This is like the what fourth fish, fourth cat that's rolled through. Rolled the through right there. Yeah, yeah. The other ones are guaranteed crappies. Oh yeah, yeah. big crappie. And that one was pretty fired up. And then after that. Oh gosh, it's so frustrating when they're so fired up. They fly over to you and then they just stop. Yep. They just put the brakes on you. Yep. But you're only two feet under the ice. How much am I going to move them? I know something's wonky. Just can't pinpoint it all the way. Well, the thing is, they don't want, yeah, they just don't like the bait that you got. We need a minnow or something, maybe. Should have had those goldies or the rosies. The rosies, yep. Man, yeah, I should have stopped at PetSmart today. That would have. Just a couple minnow heads probably would have done it. Wouldn't need a whole lot. Yeah, it's easy to say that when you don't have them. Well, you got to talk about the bait container, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, what was his name? Nathan? Nathan Arndt? Arndt? Arndt. I think so, yeah. Yeah. The So, we talked about these last episode. Uh, oh. Two episodes on our way to the podcast. Or, the way to the Mississippi. Oh, shit. We'll talk <laughs> about it here in a minute. Oh, he's all... He's gone. Uh... This little waxy container, while it is a little bulky, I'll give it that. Super handy with two guys in a shack. Yes. Actually, holds a pile of waxies. Uh, when Ben didn't have any, his all died. I was like, well, yeah, hell yeah, I got plenty of them for you. Sipped right through them. Bam, waxies available. Uh, actually, it's super slick. Yep. Garage Guys, that's what? Garage so, Guy Designs. Garage Guy Designs. Check out our Facebook. Uh... He's even slick enough if you want your name on it, maybe you can print your name on it or something. Uh, he put the short rod show on the back of ours, and I stenciled it in with some Sharpie markers so it'd pop out a yeah, little I don't bit. See that. Yeah. Oh, that turned out nice. Yeah. yeah. Yep, I like it. Makes Mine's it bright orange, blaze orange, basically. Get over here, you sucker. Cool. He's over there. Oh, he wants it still. He's a long ways away yet, but he'll get her. What? Uh, he's kind of creeping back in now. Five, six, seven foot away. Ain't very far. Oh, Give him the schoolie no, call. No, he'll come he's back around. Gone. I'm going back to the bottom. I'm chasing the right. cats. Well, maybe if we catch a fish, we'll turn this back on. Yeah, for <laughs> I know. I thought we were going to really hear know. the schoolie squeal, but I don't think it's going to happen nope. this, this time. No, I don't know. think I had the squeak on much at all this season. No. I was Tragedy. really hoping the dry heat from the diesel heater would keep that going. Dry it around. Any much. kind of moisture. Well, maybe it was the moisture that caused a little bit of rust. That's what we needed. Yep. <laughs> cool. All right, guys. Well, we'll catch you next time on The Short Rod Show.